Now, are you a car guy? No, no. I know some people really guy. get into them. Um, I've had I had a, a you know a cousin that was big into um, uh, restoring cars. Right, uh, right. And I guess in the old days, back when when he had, I guess I remember he bought this old rusted piece of shit, right, fifty six Chevy, and he restored it. It took a couple of years, but there was also the adventure at that time. Of like, hey, I need to find a you know a side mirror for this car. Let's go to junks. They go to junkyards and look around, right. and it might take him weeks or months even of you know weekends wherever. Hey, I'm gonna go here, and he found it, and he was just so thrilled. You know, now I guess you go online and 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 mm. and he you know and 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 find it pr- pretty quickly. So I think yeah. I think some of that, but but no, it's never really that much in the in the cars. If it's neat, you know, I'll look at it, but. Yeah, everything's yeah. turned into a business. You know, eBay's ruined. Yeah. Uh, you know, Etsy's getting, you know, uh, uh, questionable. You know, and it's just all, and they're all Nigerian pirates nowadays. Yeah. So, but uh, now what was your first car? What was your very first car? My first car was a 1965 Oldsmobile. Yes. Now, of course, it was 65, and I guess I had it in, oh, late 70s. So Oldsmobile, what, what model? Oh, man, I can't remember. I had a 73, at some point in my life, uh, not a good point, I think, yeah. I had a 1973 uh, Oldsmobile Delta 88. Wow. It was like... Uh, yes, I think 88 was, was, was the model. It was giant. It? it was green. The yeah. only good part about it, metal, I mean, it was a tank. Uh, the only good part about it is when you get on the freeway, uh, you were priority. You, yeah. you, everybody moved, and it, and it bounced, it, it like a like right in a blimp. It yeah. Was, it yeah. Was one, but it was an awful car. Do you remember the car you, you, your, your parents drove when you were growing up? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we had, uh, we had, oh gosh, we had all of the classic cars that would blow up. We had the Pinto. Yeah. Ford Pinto in red, yeah. uh, where if you rear ended it, it would blow up. Uh, my dad sold it to someone who clearly didn't know and, and got a great deal. Uh, we had a Ford, my, my dad was a, a um, worked for Ford Corp for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and so he had Fords forever. A Ford Comet. We had a Ford Comet. Oh, I remember those too. Briefly, we had a Maverick, I believe. Um, and then we start getting into the, you know, the, but, but before that, my father, uh, through his family had a Model T and a Model A. Nice. Unfortunately, they, they disappeared after a while. He, he's not sure what happened to him. Uh, he wasn't sure. Um, my first car, uh, in high school, I was, uh, you know, I, I, I was, a, I was a jock nerd mix back in the day. My dad got me a 1985, uh, Camaro. Oh, those are nice. Silver no. with chromed out wheels. It was so nice. It was really nice. You know, it was the basic model and it was just a Camaro, but it was it was a great car. Great yeah, car. Yeah. And the yeah. one thing that never changes are, you know, Buicks. They're always an old man's car. <laughs> right. And they were an old man's car back in the sixties. <laughs> and every now and then I mean, I know that they have a new ad campaign. Yeah. They've got they've got hot women on there, you yeah. know, uh, you know, millennial types trying to trying to say, hey, no, 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 it's not an old right. man's car anymore. But you drive down the freeway and you see a Buick, catch up with it, look in the back seat. There's always, always an old lady sitting in the back seat of a Buick. And I started to think about it. Said, she's, maybe, a, she's an option. Maybe it is. It comes with it. It's standard equipment. There's an old lady in the back seat of the Buick. Everyone right. I've ever seen, there's an old lady in the back seat. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. I will look. You're right, though. Their new marketing campaign, are, they're, they're trying to be a little bit more trendy. Um, uh, they, they make a solid I just don't yeah. know if they're cool. Um, but uh, uh, speaking of millennials, did you yeah. see they, they, they finally categorize them or they, they, they put, put years on them? It's official. 
Oh, okay. For whatever group is official that does these these generations, but as a generation, if you were born in nineteen eighty between nineteen eighty one and two thousand, you are officially a millennial. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yes. So uh, I don't I don't know if that means anything, but uh, um, article after article nowadays I see uh, just in a cursory you know look through Google. Yeah. Um, uh, why people hate millennials? Why people think millennials are lazy? You know. It's it's really funny. Yeah. I, th- I think the uh, millennial power is imploding. Uh, they just have to get out of the market, uh, you know, markets and, and affecting the markets. But we'll see. Who yeah, knows? yeah. I would, I would, I would have guessed it around a little later than that, maybe yeah. eighty three, eighty four. But it took. But, a, apparently, know. this was a, a, a it was a, quite a think tank discussion. It, oh. it was eighty one to two thousand, uh, which which encompasses a lot of people, and in fact, quite a few people uh, uh, I know are, are right in there. Uh, you know. Now, granted, you have to, you know, it's just yeah. a generation. And, it's not you a big know, deal. it's interesting. I mean, it, nobody likes anybody else's generation, right? I mean, that's right. the whole thing. That's right. why we can we can piss on millennials right. because we're not we're not in the group, but exactly. we'll pretty much piss on whoever comes after them as well. Oh, absolutely. And you know, um, but but I was looking at um, th- there's there's a website, you know, classmates dot com. Yes. Yeah, and they had they had some old yearbooks. Uh, from from my high school years, and I couldn't help myself. I was looking through it and laughing my ass off, yeah, because yeah. yeah, you look at it, and you know every every generation has their own way of of marking themselves. Yeah, whether it's a hairstyle or a clothing style, which right. which later on looks ridiculous when you think about it. I remember there was a picture of the guy who got the because we gave out awards back then. Who's the best looking girl in school? Who's the best looking guy? Right. You don't do that shit anymore, I guess, but no. we did back then. And one of them was who were the stylers, you know, and here's this guy yeah. and he's got platform shoes on and double knit, you know, bell bottom pants and a vest and a hat. That's how this kid dressed to school. You know, and he got the award. I don't remember him, but but it said, you know, the styler. But at some point he realized, <laughs> you know, I look like a horse's ass dressed like this. And I think it's time that the, that the bell bottoms and the <laughs> and, and the platform shoes get 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 tossed out. You know? <laughs> and his name was Boogie Goldnick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we do that. And then, you know, you look you look now you, you look at a lot of guys with uh, women, too, with tattoos. Mm. That's not something that we did in in my you know my generation. Right. It was it was a, it, you did if you were in the military. That mm-hmm. was a sign of the military. My dad has a tattoo, but I don't. Um, you know, he has a tattoo of an anchor. He was in the navy, mm-hmm. so you know he had he had that. So my father um, never did. He was in the navy as oh, well. Is that right? Never did. It yeah. wasn't his uh, wasn't his deal, and I don't have one either. Uh, but you're right. I mean, they're they're globally accepted now, uh, and uh, I absolutely you know as an art form think they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I, as a statement, eh, I don't care. You know, and most people put them in the weirdest places where you can't see them to enjoy them. If I buy yeah. a painting, I want to put it up and and see the painting. Yeah, um, I don't want to put it on the back of my neck, and you know. But, you know, a statement's a statement. That's fine. But uh, uh, I am... you know, I, I started surfing around. Uh, I was thinking about stuff to talk about on the, on the show today, and uh, uh, cars came up, and I thought, what a, what a great thing! Now Las Vegas has had some uh, very interesting cars, but I, I think I found things that that uh, I want. You know, you'll laugh, uh, and there these are in no particular order, but uh, uh, Liberace. Oh yeah, he has yeah. some great cars. He has some great he? cars. I, I, you know, I, I, I was uh, fortunate enough to go to the museum uh, before it closed, mm. uh, and you know, honestly, it was a fantastic museum. I mean, you, you can think what you want about Liberace, uh, but um, you know, he, he, he was a pioneer as far as an entertainer. He was a pioneer as far as a person. Um, 
you know, and his flamboyance really was an act. I mean, he was, you know, pretty crazy, but he was still just a normal everyday guy most of the time. Uh, but he, his car that I'm, 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 I'm putting on our list. What do we have here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have a top seven. All right. Okay. Um, Liberace, the, the, the 1961 Rolls Royce Phantom Five. Wow. That for over a decade sat at the Las Vegas Hilton. Uh, and this was not the one that was encrusted in crystals. I also saw that when that was at the museum. That was a, uh, an, another Rolls-Royce model, and it was completely covered in um, water for, a mixture of Waterford and Swarovski crystal. Uh, but the Rolls-Royce Phantom 5, uh, and uh, to the day it was sold in auction, it ran like a top. It was it was wow. fantastic. It was a beautiful car, uh, and he also had the um, uh, the another Rolls Royce that was. Uh, do you remember the one that was uh, in the American flag? It was completely painted. These are the three Rolls Royces he had, and these are how he transported himself throughout the uh, the city. Uh, was uh, was these? But the, the 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 American flag one was. Uh, you had mentioned to me in the pre-show uh, the Imperial Palace right. car museum, yeah. and that one was at the car museum. Yeah, and uh, I don't I don't know what happened to it. I couldn't find any research on it. But uh, 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 now, did you see ever see him live? No, I didn't. Now I do remember hearing once that when he was a boy, uh, his mother yelled up the stairs, "Liberace has a piano tuner come yet?" And he said, "No," but his eyes are getting glassy. <laughs> <laughs> Old, yeah, I mean, who else understands these jokes if somebody knows the Liberace? But exactly. no, I never had a chance to see him, uh, to see him live. Yeah, so. you know, no, you? No, 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 I didn't. No, I didn't. I, you know, and I, and I'm not sure. I, I had meant to ask my 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 mom if she did, but uh, uh, you know, and the, the the most recent. Um, uh, uh, show regarding him was the one you know starring uh, matt damon yeah uh and uh, it was it was you know kind of a stark reality of what liberace's life was uh but no i saw him many many times i mean i saw him on uh when i was watching reruns of uh laugh-in yeah. uh and uh, i you know saturday night live i believe he was on one time uh you know he was a global entertainer he was just loved you know he just happened to be you know uh, you know much like the joke that you just told yeah, yeah. you know but um now second one we're gonna we're gonna jump to uh uh the current one uh current current movies uh the hangover of course all right they drove into town or drove around town a 1965 Mercedes-Benz 220 SE in silver gray. Mm. Now, uh, the, the, I, I looked at that one and I was going to put the van on there. They were in a van. Yeah, I remember uh, the van. But I decided to use the Mercedes. Uh, now, now um, uh, I have uh, a couple of people that I know that were in the hangover. Uh, mm. I, I deal with a lot of entertainers and, and they were in the hangover as extras. Uh, did, now, do you like the Hangover films? Yeah, well, I saw them. I I, I I liked the first one. I thought I would like the second one because yeah. it was in Bangkok and I'd been there. Yes. Um, but I was really disappointed in it. I thought it was just like, well, let, let's just try to see if we can make the first one a second time. And yeah. Yeah, I said, no, no, no. You already, you already went that down that road. Uh, just because it's in a different country, it's the same road. So I didn't like the second one, and and that that, that was it. I, I haven't seen. So it. not the third. I haven't seen for the sure third the third. One. Yeah. I've seen them all, um, and you're right. They, they they tend to rehash, you know, and try to uh, capture the, you know, what they did with the first one. Uh, they, they, you know, it, it's it's funny. It 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 uh, it's absolutely toilet humor, college humor. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know. 
you know, they returned to Vegas. They, they were away from Vegas, obviously, in two and returned to Vegas yeah. a, a bit in three. But uh, I love to watch Vegas films. I, you know, yeah, I love how yeah. they're depicted and how silly they are. Uh, you know, and the, the whole Mike Tyson scene and the tiger and the, yeah, <laughs> and the yeah. chicken were fantastic. Uh, but uh, um, the uh, the Mercedes Benz that, that I mentioned uh, is actually still here. It was owned briefly uh, from what I from the research I saw. I never knew this, but it was owned briefly by Lonnie Hammergren, mm. uh, the former lieutenant governor here. Uh, do you remember Lonnie's? Um, uh, d- have you ever seen Lonnie? Lonnie's the the fence of his home, his estate. No, yeah. Uh, Where does he, he live? He lives in well, Northtown, uh, the better part of Northtown. Which uh, uh, for, there is a better part of Northtown. Well, you know, <laughs> I yeah, guess everything's related. The, the fence it gets as it, it goes as it goes south. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but Lonnie Hammergren, uh, former lieutenant governor here in uh, in Nevada, and uh, he he had a wonderful Las Vegas collection. He had, and he had things that weren't Vegas. Uh, he had the the Mercedes Benz, the 220 SE. Uh, he had the the one of the original Batman cars oh. uh, that I actually, when I was working uh, within uh, the station casino area, I used it for a promotion uh, for Batman uh, the movie. Uh, and uh, but he he his the ba- his backyard uh, became a touring spot, much like the Neon Boneyard. Uh, where all the neon signs go, except he collected statues and and tapestries. Yeah, I've seen and, that on the yeah, news. It, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and it's, it's just like you know, there's there are there are that that personality type that just yeah. collect a bunch of shit yeah. uh, without really almost rhyme or reason. Like I know he he had some stuff that was like wow. Where did he get that and why? You know, it's, yeah. it's like sometimes, you know, you collect something and, and, and there's a lot of that. So you kind of expect yeah. it. But what his collection, I remember seeing that on the news, uh, is really quite diverse. It is. And, yeah. and as a personality, uh, you know, I, I've met him several times and he, he's kind of, he was kind of a nutbag, but he was a fun guy. Yeah. Uh, he was much like our, our previous, uh, our glorious mayor, Oscar Goodman. Yes. Uh, very much the same uh, generation and uh, personality. Uh, they, they have seen a lot in this town. They've seen a lot of changes, but you're right. Very eclectic uh, collection, but um, I, I think with, without equal. It was an amazing collection, and if you pass by his property, you can still see things sticking out from the giant walls that he has. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know who who owns the estate and who's who's controlling it now. But it's still around, still around. Uh, and uh, now we move to my favorite because right. I used to watch this as a kid. Never even realized, you know, I even thought that I was going to be in Las Vegas by the time I had this little little podcast. Um, the original Vegas show starring Robert, Robert Urich. Yes, oh, yeah, where he yeah. was a PI, uh, sort of. Uh, and he drove a 1957 Ford Thunderbird in flame red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a nice car. Yeah, and uh, I loved that show. I've loved all the Vegas shows. Yeah. Vegas, and then there was Las Vegas uh, with, um, uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, uh, Josh Dumel and um, Molly Sims. And uh, uh, Scott Kahn's father, which I can't remember his name. <laughs> yeah, you're getting to that age point there. Yeah, you know that guy I'm talking right, about. Exactly. Who's in that you show? Know, that guy with the thing. Yeah. Uh, but, Who was uh, in that other movie with that other guy? Yeah, yeah. and then they had another Vegas uh, uh, show, which was short-lived but really good, starring My- Michael Chiklis. Mm. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, you know, he was, he was a mobbed-up guy, you know, but uh, they were all fantastic. But Vegas was my favorite, bec- mainly because they had a character in there, and this man, both of them are passed away, actually. Robert Urich is 
passed away. Um, Huggy Bear, you remember oh, Huggy remember Bear? Huggy Bear, yeah. 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 yeah the, the, and there was the, and there was no rhyme or reason for what this guy was. He was he was a half pimp, half yeah. uh, informant yeah, yeah. friend, and he was always riding around in the in this Ford Thunderbird. Yeah, because they always wanted to make him sympathetic character, yes. but on the same on the other hand, it's like, well, you know, he, if he's a pimp, how can you, you know, he's he's exploiting women, or if he's a drug dealer. So yeah, he was always kind of like he—he's always on the fringe, you know. Because being an informant, he has to know what's going on on the street, and he looks the part. Yeah. But you never really quite got into that because I remember watching that. If I'm not sure the years it was on, but I wasn't—you know—I went to Japan in '84, so there's kind of between 1984 and '99 mm-hmm. where almost any TV show that came out, I didn't see it. Now mm-hmm. I, I've seen Friends once. And it was in dubbed in Japanese because they had it over there. Oh, but that and, was horrendous. Yeah, well, I can understand it. It was yeah. funny, and and they had other shows. They had Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero on in Japan. And when I moved back, I actually saw it. It was the first time I had seen it in English because it was always dubbed in you know in Japanese. So right. so there were a lot of shows that that. Uh, uh, I never saw, you know, uh, Seinfeld. I never saw that. I still haven't seen an episode. You know, I of cut Seinfeld. off Seinfeld um, uh, midway. Uh, you know, I just, I, I something, I, I just, uh, it, something, some, uh, the the whole show about nothing got to be, you know, not very impressive to me. Um, I'm actually, it's funny you mentioned Friends. I'm actually uh, uh, rewatching that. I'm on on the season nine of the ten season thing, and and you know what? It was actually pretty good. Um, and I think I told you the uh, the the comedians in cars getting coffee sign. Yes. Uh, fantastic. Yes. It's fantastic. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and what a great way to do a podcast like situation. I mean, he's got the juice to, you know, really produce it well. Sure. And he's got some fantastic cars. If you're a car guy, uh, check that out. Comedians and cars getting coffee. Um, it would be interesting to go back and see the old Robert Urich show. Just again, oh, yeah. looking around how the city has changed. Because, oh, you know, I, I did that that article on the on the on the blog about about the movie that, you know, the Night Stalker, where I was at where I and just yes. looking at the the background and the scenes, realize wow, it's so much different now. I looked, and that was seventy one. So yes, I looked at uh, clips of it, which are rare. It's kind of hard to find. Yeah. Um, and it it's not on Hulu. I was disappointed. I was going to watch the whole thing, uh, but uh, periodically he would drive into the valet of the Riv, yeah, at Riviera, and he and then he would also drive into the valet of the Sahara. Mm. Uh, now those were only clips I could get. I'm not quite sure where the where the show exactly was based, uh, but you're right. It, you know, and it, and it had and the and the town had a had a had a sparse look to it, and w- and in the show those well, the way it was filmed, it had this sort of yellowish haze to it. Yeah, you know, and it gave it a very deserty. Uh, kind of uh, uh, isolated feel to it, but it was still, you know, Robert driving around. Uh, and the most ridiculous premises. I mean, it, well, not like all shows aren't, aren't you know, silly premises, but uh, uh, yeah, the 1957 Ford Thunderbird. And it wasn't anything special. It was yeah. just, it was it was a big deal because of the re- big old red Thunderbird you know, rolling through. Now, uh, the, the, the movie Casino, which I yes. just recently watched, 1981 Cadillac Eldorado Biarritz. And uh, I looked it up in, in the in the Scorsese Scorsese opens it up, talking about the car. Well, actually, he opens and closes it, uh, talking about the car, how it had an extra plate, and I was very interested uh, uh, because uh, the the bomb didn't kill De Niro's character and so on yeah. and so forth. Uh, it actually did. It actually had extra plating where he said it did. I thought that was just a movie movie prop or movie line, uh, but it actually did have an extra plate. 
Did, did, did the original, I mean, the real person, Lefty Rosenthal, did he put that in there? No, 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 no. no. The, the, it came off the line. It came off the, off the line with oh, this extra oh. plate, extra, you know, sheeting uh, at the dash. And uh, uh, I thought that was very interesting. You know, that wasn't just a, a vehicle for Scorsese. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 1981 Cadillac Eldorado. It was, uh, you know, and it, it, again, it wasn't a special car, but in Casino, it was a fantastic car. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It'll, it'll go down in history, in the history of movies. You know, uh, now now here's one near and dear to your heart. Yes, fear and loathing. Oh yes, yes. Now they've, they've been in a couple of movies. They, Bill yeah. Murray did one back in the '80s. Yes, where he where he played Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, what? Uh, not where the where Buffalo, Buffalo Rome. Oh, yes. was it? It yes. was where the Buffalo yes. Rome. Oh yes. yeah. Um, now, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Johnny Depp, uh, Benicio yeah. Del Toro, uh, about Hunter S. Thompson and his uh, his travels here, uh, and, and uh, well, in his head, too. Um, uh, this is controversial, and I, some people are going to call me on this, maybe, I don't know, but I was ready, I'm ready for it. Um, I'm, I'm remarking that the movie with the 1971 Impala called The Great Red Shark. Yeah. That's the way, what it was called. It was a giant red Impala. Again, nothing special, but it's what they drove here. Now, people are going to say, no, it's not. It's the Cadillac DeVille. No, that's not true. They drove here in the Great Red Shark. They then rented the Cadillac DeVille to drive around this town, drive around Las Vegas. So, ha. Yeah. If anybody calls me on that. Uh, I don't know. I still could be wrong. Well, I remember, <laughs> you know, when I first read the book and he, he was, he talks about, um, uh, the circus circus and the performers overhead I figured he was just he was just tripping yeah you know and then I came here and I said no he was <laughs> that's true there really are people on the trapeze oh yeah yeah, yeah and, the, and the other hotels do that now right I mean I go sure. into the hard rock and I've seen I've seen girls you know over the over the tables oh sure you know yeah party pits you, I, know. you know I'm not a huge fan I have a lot of friends that are actually they make they score some extra money doing go-go or party pits or things yeah. like that uh, and there's nothing bad about it it's just that uh, you know that's not real gambling yeah yeah it's a you, distraction you, you know that's a distraction and and uh, uh, I was recently um, uh, filming uh, a poker tournament and uh, those are real gamblers because they did not want me there yeah. and I was there on behalf of the of the of the casino and hotel and man they were pissy and the asian guys way pissy they did they, they do not like to be filmed no uh, but no party pits uh uh but um now uh hunter s thompson no longer with us no he died yeah he died now, did you like thompson's writing yeah i did i, I mean again because it, it because it captures that era yeah um, and and I thought that uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas was again. You don't know where the trip starts right. and where where reality ends, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. And, and I think maybe that was you know one of one of the one of the points of that. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, the town has changed, but I don't think that that that, that part of it has. I don't think so. You either. know, no, yeah. it is still like you know you, you have to see this. And I remember even even in the nineties when 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 they started coming out with the free shows, the uh, you know the the mirage with the with the volcano and everything, and the, people well, would describe it. To I mean, it sounds like really they had. Wait a minute, you're telling me they had a pirate battle right there in, in mm -hmm. the desert, on the strip. I mean, come on, it's a sidewalk, um, but well, you have to kind of see it to. to believe oh yeah, it. I mean we have like Rio, you know, Carnival yeah. in the Sky, which has you know changed a million times since then, and. Um, yeah, they were. I remember telling people about Circus Circus and how they have complete yeah. circus acts, and they, they, it was just incredulous. They couldn't believe that. 
But uh, uh, no, absolutely. Now, now, Hunter S. Thompson and Timothy Leary, were they of the same generation? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Timothy Leary was a little bit older, I believe, because um, but but yeah, but but they they were around at the same time because Timothy Leary was 60s. And then Hunter S. Thompson was was late 60s, I think, 70s. 70s. Um, Now, if you get get his book, if you're reading one of the one of the features of it that kind of goes that people forget about it were the were the great drawings that appear in the book Thompson. By, uh, that by Ralph Steadman. Okay. Oh, you look yeah, at right. his yeah. artwork, it's great. And yeah. it really, really matches, I think, that the the the, the trippiness of, of the of the text. Well I think, you know, Thompson and Leary for that matter, uh, you know, they were the first authors artists that were their opinions of the of the uh, you know regarding drugs uh were widely accepted yeah you know and they they i think they changed the generation as it regards the the feelings regarding drugs now of course nowadays everything is different regarding that yeah. um because it's, it's truly not good for you but uh, uh yeah it's interesting uh I've, I've not read the book i've seen the film i think depp did an amazing job uh, and i think thompson was on the set of that film uh, uh you know helping as a consultant okay which would probably yeah. would have been just bizarre you yeah, know for yeah. f- both for him and for the people because i think he was an odd duck anyway yeah yeah and, and and you know another one who was who was odd uh who produced some some really far out stuff yeah. uh, philip k dick oh yeah now i have yeah. a friend whose father was a writer and knew philip k dick yeah and he told me he goes his mother couldn't stand the guy because because he was so psychotic and crazy. Yeah. Um, he said he was over at Dick's house once and and he's just scrambling around looking in his drawers and he just pours out a handful of pills. Yeah. Doesn't even know what they are and he swallows them down. He's got a gun there in the drawer and he takes it out and then he oh, no. somebody knocks at the door and he thinks it, and he goes up there and he holds the gun at the door. Like you know, he's just so paranoid about yeah. about something happening, and and it's like you know maybe we think about a wild imagination the guy had. Well, maybe you know really what he wrote about was uh, on one hand part imagination, right. but also um, you know is like this is how he this is this is reality to him. Yeah. You know. Now, Philip K. Dick, Minority Report. Yes, was it? he wrote. Yeah, yes. he wrote um, um, the what was what was the, then the basis of Minority Report. Right. Um, uh, uh, Man in the High Castle. Oh, Man in the High Castle. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the uh, do do androids dream of electric sheep, which was Blade Runner. Uh, yes. You know, yes. among others. Now, you did know. you have you seen the Netflix uh, uh, production of Man in the High Castle? I think it was Amazon. Or Amazon, I Amazon. apologize. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. You know, now, they, they, they ran with the story because the novel is yeah. only like, you know, 150, 160 pages. Right. And it kind of ends like, like it did at, at, at the end of season one. Right. Um, the, the, the Amazon version, they introduced uh, new other characters. Of course, they had to get make, they had to get a series out of it. Sure. Um, but, but the premise is there. That was the premise of, of Dick's novel. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did see that. And, now, how about Blade Runner 2049? I haven't seen the new one. No, I, I just saw, saw it. Oh, how is it? You know... It, it was good. I mean, it's Ridley Scott, of course, yeah. and and um, he's he's uh, this term is overused, but I, I I truly think he's a visionary. And you know, if you look at the film, if you take out the people, and you look at the film, it it his use of color, his loose use of shadows and shading, um, and of course all the technology. Uh, you know, it, it is a standalone film just for that. Now, you know, if you throw in Gosling. Who, who, you know, I, I think in certain roles has been fantastic. He's a little cocky in his presentation for me, but I, I still enjoyed it. Uh, and if you're looking for old Harrison, 
Yeah. Man, he doesn't show up until it's a long film. I mean, Ridley Scott gives you your money's worth for sure. Uh, he doesn't show up until a long time mm-hmm. in, in, uh, into the film. Um, but I think it was a fair sequel, if you will. Uh, uh, I hope they leave it there. Uh, but uh, I think those those of us that enjoyed the initial Blade Runner, uh, you know, will will enjoy this one. I think you're going to love it. So yeah, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. So back to uh, back to our, our lovely town, Las Vegas. Uh, Viva Las Vegas! Mm. I had to include Elvis. Yes, of course. Uh, and uh, he drove. Uh, he was a race car driver. Yes. Yes. Uh, party guy. Yeah. Good looking and young Elvis. Thin yes. Elvis. Yes. This was the yeah. <laughs> uh, not, he, not the older. Uh, jumpsuit fat no yeah, not fat, fat, fat Elvis no no um, although there's a fat Elvis now at the at the welcome sign remember they had the Elvis Arama yes, yes. Elvis Arama uh, Elvis Arama for those of you who don't know Elvis Arama was a complete Elvis museum it was fantastic but yeah. it was in a horrendous part of town yeah, yeah, you did not want to go there yeah, and, it was, and it was both fronted and, and uh, flanked by strip clubs and yeah. adult bookstores yeah which is fine. Uh, but Elvis and uh, Viva Las Vegas uh, drove an Elva MK6 mm. race car. Not street legal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That, that's, that's the car that was in there. And Elva, I, I wasn't familiar with the car. I looked it up. Uh, it, was a, it was a barn burner back then. I mean, it's not a big deal now. But uh, uh, it's a classic car. And I believe, I thought I saw Jay Leno owns one. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Does he own his cars or does he lease those? I often wondered. I thought I heard somewhere that... Well, there's no doubt he has the juice to own them. I yeah, mean, you I know, but I, I'm not sure. I think you know. I, I, might I, I, I have to go with he owns them because yeah. he has a, a fantastic garage yeah. and he's such a car. Uh, he's so knowledgeable. Yeah. Uh, he was on Seinfeld's show, and uh, man, it was uh, the, those two talk about cars. Um, and lastly, I had to include Mr. Bond. Oh, of course, James. Uh, diamonds are forever, and in that one, uh, uh, through through portions of Vegas, although I looked this one up, they were never in Vegas, um, Mustang Mach 1. Mm. And that one is still oh, considered, nice yeah, that is yeah. a that is a classic, classic muscle car, a fast car. Um, but uh, now, now, I, I, did you see these films? Did you say? Uh, At one point or another, hey, I think I've seen, I've seen almost all of them. Yes. I mean, but I don't, you know, my, my, my memory now for movies in particular um, kind of goes in one ear and out the other, unless right. I've seen it a second or third time. There's certain movies. I think David Fincher's movies are ones that I I enjoy watching multiple times, because I I think he he really gets that the the point of the the, the novelist John Gardner who's who's long dead now um, died in a motorcycle crash I think in the 80s um, and he was a good novelist but he was a better writer he was a better teacher of writing mm-hmm. and he had said that a, that a writer's job was to create a a continuous stream of vivid images in the mind of the reader. Mm-hmm. And of course, a filmmaker has to do the same thing. Right. Uh, obviously, they are using images, but they have to be realistic. And I, what I like about David Fincher, and I look at a movie like Zodiac, which I can remember because I grew up in San Francisco, and sure. I was you know 10 years old at the time, um, is is how he captures all of those little details, and I think he, you know, I think to him it's almost obsessive. Maybe a lot of people don't realize that, you know, like so what? But but yes, it's those. He really makes you feel like you're you're in that era, and he right. did that with Mindhunter on 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 uh, Netflix. Little things like the, you know the fact that on the airplanes they used to serve drinks and glasses, <laughs> right? You know, and, yes. and they smoked and little and things smoked. to let you know that. This is a different time. This isn't today, and these people are just wearing these old clothes. Right. Um, you know, these are little details that he has there that uh, 
that maybe people don't really consciously notice, but he realized, oh yeah, that's right. They used to serve, and, and they would mix the drink. Oh, absolutely. You know, and they yeah. bring it to you at, at, at your... At oh, your yeah. Food. If you see stock footage of people arriving back in the days when Bugsy opened up Flamingo yeah. and, and, uh, and and the, the ensuing, you know, uh, uh, launches of all the casinos, uh, if you look at the stock footage of people getting back when you used to get off on the tarmac yeah. and coming down those stairs, the men wore suit and, suits and ties, yep. the ladies wore lovely dresses, uh, and they, they, they changed into exactly the same thing when they went to the lounges to see, you know, Sinatra, Rickle, and Sammy Davis and, yeah. and Dino and you know and the town's changed and, yeah. and and unfortunately I don't think we'll ever see that again. Yeah, yeah, I know. E- even when when we worked at the at the hotel, I remember people would ask about lounge shows. Yeah. So well, there really aren't any. I mean, they had some they had I mean, cover they had, bands. They had cover bands yeah. and um, um, they had a few uh, entertainers that might have you know like Earl Turner. I think it was Earl who, Turner. Yeah, I yes, loved him. Yeah, and, and he was one that kind of jumped that got over that or even something yeah. like Clint Holmes now, he was bigger than just a lounge singer because he had his regular show but he had yeah. kind of been of a style like that and just got you know and then and then built up a big enough name that he could yeah. command that but but those type of uh, lounges that were you know you that were on all the time and uh, you could drop in and, and it was basically free because you mm-hmm. had, you know, you just buy a drink. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are, that was gone. Oh, I yeah. Remember. I mean, Earl Turner, fantastic. Uh, you know, more of a, like, uh, Barry Gordy, you yes. know, uh, junior style. Um, uh, Clint Holmes, a wonderful entertainer and fantastic yeah. uh, musician. Yes. And then I remember the Shintas. Remember that? Yes, the Shintas. You know? One of them died not long ago. Yes, yeah, yes, passed, passed away. Uh, and, and these are folks that were, they were classic lounges of Las Vegas yeah. where you would walk in and they were the maitre d's that had been there since you know the times of Sinatra they're sort of all crippled over but I mean you, they you know they were very willing to you know have that 20 slipped in their hand and get you a better table yeah. so you don't have to sit with all the schmucks you know yeah. you can get a two top and enjoy the show um, no those the, those days are it's tough yeah it's I think tough. Desert Inn oh, we mentioned this before I think that was yeah. the last one that had major D seating yeah and, and back in the day when my parents were visiting Vegas they were free they were free you would yeah. see people like this for free yeah. you know and, and I just recently looked into the comedian Bill Burr, uh, who, if guys, if you ever have a chance to look at Beer, Bill Burr's uh, past work on Netflix, he's hysterical. Uh, the Irreverence John, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta see him. I was looking at tickets, and he's gonna be at the new Park Theater over there at the Monte Carlo that's being completely re- revamped. A uh, buck forty for the cheap ones, yeah, and yeah. you know, and then you gotta sit with people, you know, and unfortunately, you know, that's the way it is, but you know, has turned into because it's volume over quality. Uh, but um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I I used to tell people I yearn for the Vegas of old, but I never experienced it. Yeah. I've always experienced the contemporary style of Vegas, yeah. and uh, uh, I don't know. Do you, th- you think it'll ever swing back? Will the pendulum go as far back as what we're talking about? Well, I think the the problem is always what has happened is, is we've talked about this before. Is you know, in the old days when when the mob ran ran the the mm-hmm. the, the town. They were concerned about the casino, and they were making so much money with the casino. They didn't care about anything else. So, so I mean, I I, I know uh, uh, old time, um, uh, you know, bellmen who would say, yeah, they didn't care what kind of scam you ran. They weren't trying to you know ease in on you or whatever. Right. They only cared about the take at the casino because that's where they were raking in the money. That's why so many things were free. And now with everything, you know, everything costs money. And like you said, you can't see somebody even cheaply. That's a, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, you buy two tickets, you're out 300 bucks. Yeah. 
you know, um, so so the prices keep going. I mean, you see a hockey game here costs a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, I said, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's not a playoff game. No, and everybody know? I know is going in with another group of people to get season tickets, and you have to share a season, even yeah. or a half season. Yeah. Now, granted, yeah. you know, go, go, uh, you know, Golden Knights, they're, they're amazing opening season. Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah, incredible. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, you know, the the cost, the pricing, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I hope it does swing back. I hope we get to, back to a simpler time where it's just pure and entertainment you know hockey included you know uh but uh, uh well john that was fun yeah I, yeah I, I love talking about old vegas um uh coming up uh i th- we're going to talk about uh, uh classic cheats i looked up uh, i got some research already started uh you know uh, uh cheats and and we've talked about crimes in vegas but not the cheats not the ones that are that have uh, you know tried to screw the craps table and uh, yeah. try to steal chips and, and get their name in the black book. that's right the black book uh so uh, uh stay tuned uh, uh next week for that uh but um uh, if you want to contact us or ha- or catch me on anything that's wrong because you know it's possible my research could be wrong uh, but uh, or if you have st- stuff to add, I would love to hear that. Uh, you can uh, uh, send us an email at the lv at gmail.com. Again, that's the lv at gmail.com and uh, just send me anything you'd like uh, and uh, we're still having that t-shirt and uh, mouse pad giveaway so uh, 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 give us a review on Podbean or iTunes and um, uh, send me a screen uh, shot of that and uh, to that email address and we will send you uh, your choice maybe even both if I'm feeling good uh, but um, um, uh, for John this is Jamie and we will see everyone next week Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and talent is out hey everybody thank you very much for tuning into the show we would love to hear your show suggestions and comments if you're watching on our youtube channel please click to subscribe you can also connect with us on facebook using at pbd podcast on twitter using at tpbd podcast and on wordpress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com